I want to talk about with the spiritual journey. I think this is such an interesting thing that I've witnessed in my friends, in my life, and in you today. When we think about the spiritual journey and the path, it's like funny because you wouldn't think it leads you to be like, I just want to talk about beauty and pop culture <laughs> and fun. But it's mm-hmm. like the true arc of the spiritual journey leads you to a place where the lightness is prioritized and the lightness is the most spiritual thing. I'd love to talk about that with you. Yeah. It's really interesting for me because there is an aspect of spirituality. It's so universal. We're all searching for something in that sense of peace. And I think being honest about what brings it to you, you know, so for me, music and dance, and when I see people moving their bodies and like so much of my neurosis, by the way, it just falls away. And so this, and and I've struggled with this too, because I remember when I was talking with Josh one night, he's like, well, what, you know, what's bringing you joy now? And I'm like, well, I love my interior design. I'm like working on a renovation. Like I could, you know, spend forever in design world and picking out the perfect sconce and looking at this type of marble and, oh, these, col-, you know, doing all that. I'm like, mm-hmm. where does this person come from? This wasn't the same me a while ago. And like some of the beauty stuff and the skin stuff and the fashion stuff, which was not my genuine desire, like. 10, 15, or 20 years ago. So I was being authentic, but I was like, I don't know, but I'm just trusting. And I think part of the spiritual journey is having faith, you know, and not knowing. And I've spent so much of my life in a state of wanting to control and wanting to know and needing to understand the next step and have it plotted out and to, you know, like white knuckle everything. And it's all rooted in fear, right? Because for me, I grew up and there was such a sense, a lot of times of chaos that all I wanted was my own world so I could control it. And so I think now part of the unfolding is like, oh, the not knowing. And oh, I don't know how this all fits together. And who knows how long I'll want to talk about those things. Maybe it's just six months, but there's so much breath that I'm finding in the not knowing Mm. and the not controlling. And the letting it unfold and letting things be shown to me, which is very, very different than how I've operated in the past. Totally. Mm. It's huge. And that's where the magic happens. You know, when you allow or when you surrender, I've had enough situations happen where I should be fully in faith and be able to surrender. But there, man, there's still a part of me that's like, I want it this way. Yeah. Mm. No, of course. Of course. Like that controlling bit. Yes. Um, But I think, and I'm curious how you guys feel about this. You know, have you seen your journey change as also, let's talk about this from like a business and stability and financial perspective. You know, like it's different. I know for me, so much of my early 20s, like I was grinding and hustling and chasing because I had to, or that's what I believed I had to. Whether that's true or not, it's what I did. And I think that the other piece that comes just as you continue to grow and mature I don't know if you guys have done this, when you start to kind of build a solid house foundation, a solid financial foundation, again, you don't have these aspirations. Like people often ask me, like, I do not care to own a jet. I'm not judging anyone else that wants to. It's just not my jam. And so my needs and desires are pretty simple. And so therefore I see more freedom and then more of the lightness and more of the... Mm -hmm. That just opens up. So have you seen that in your own spiritual journey as you've built more stability for yourselves as just humans? Yeah. That it impacts kind of what you pay attention to? Yeah, because it's like when you go with the core desire as the lead, you know, my desire to feel free, my desire to feel safe, or my desire to feel like I'm fully expressed. It's like I can do that by making this amount of money that I'm making, this amount of money that I'm making. And when I realized that when we got to a point where we were making enough money where I was like, oh, I feel free. Yep. 
it was like, oh, this is what I need. Yeah. You know, it's kind of a weird thing mm-hmm. because we're told like people are, I have a friend the other day was like, I want the Billy status. I want these things. I'm like, I could give a fuck. Totally. Who What's about the Billy that? status? The I'll billionaire? Okay. Is it? Oh, yeah. the Billy status. Yeah. I know the billionaire. Hello. I was like, is that an Air One membership yes, that I don't yes. know about? <laughs> That's a level of Air One membership. <laughs> no, she wants the billionaire status. I'm like, I could literally give a fuck. Right. That's not your yeah. that's not your desire. I have my needs. I want my needs met and those needs will probably expand when I want a family or when I'm but it's like really just getting down to the truth of what it is. And when you realize the rest doesn't really fulfill anything beyond what you already have being fulfilled. So mm-hmm. it is a weird thing too. And then also with the success that we've had, it's like there always is that desire for more, but then you have to check it. You're like, why? What? Why? Yeah. That's that Huge. that is actually a really important question. Yeah. Why? Oh my gosh. And all of us have been steeped in we're like fish in water, like growth for growth's sake. You have yes, to keep growing, just right? Real about this. And it's insane because, you know, when certain things grow, like cancer that can kill you. So you don't want everything always to grow Mm -hmm. all the time. Like, right. So that's not a good thing. And I think, you know, there's this awesome book. I don't know. Have you guys, this woman, we did a show with her, her name, and I might pronounce her last name wrong, but it's Kate Raworth Mm. and Donut Economics. Have you heard of this? No. Oh my God. It is so fucking genius. You have to check it out. So Donut Economics. So if you Google Marie Forleo, Kate Raworth, you can watch our interview and she's brilliant. She wrote a book on this. It's essentially calling into question what basic economic theory has been, what we've all absorbed is like this notion of a hockey stick, right? In order for GDPs to grow and for all world economies to be successful, they have to grow on this level where the hockey stick keeps growing up and up and up and up infinitely. But as we know, the planet cannot sustain that, right? Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of downstream consequences to that type of extraordinary growth. And so donut economics actually pushes against and calls into question and flips the table on all of the notions that we've accepted as the truth about what sustainable growth looks like. And rather than having it be a hockey stick, interesting enough, which could be very phallic, we wanted to bring it into a circle, which is somewhat of a feminine symbol, a donut in the middle, where you're earning enough, where it's basically we are operating within the natural limitations of the resources on Mm. planet Earth where we're looking for having everyone thrive. That's the metric. So rather than this growth for growth's sake, unlimited like that, it's more about thriving and harmony. And like if you go too far in the middle of the donut, it's not good and you can't exceed the boundaries of the donut because that's when, you know, earth will implode. Mm -hmm. So just check out Donut Economics because it starts to educate you and help you think through this notion of growth for growth's sake. Why do we want more? And what does that really mean? Yes. I I just think some of these questions are really fun to consider. And then you come back to this notion of simplicity, stability, stillness, right? And I don't know if if you guys feel this way, but when I start to, to feel into those words, my whole nervous system settles down. And it gives me a framework to look at my business, to look at my life, to look at my consumerism, to to every aspect. Mm. And not for anybody else. I'm not here to, it's for me, for me to be in alignment with not only my soul's purpose, but I feel like, again, emanating at that frequency of like, oh, wow, if everyone started to look at it through this way and go, what, what does really feel right for me from my heart? I don't know. It's a whole, we start to look at a whole different paradigm. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. 
If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.